Giving to God involves a conscious effort to obey the Scripture. Somebody say amen. Giving to God involves a conscious effort to obey His commands. You don't show up in church and say, oh, man, I forgot my checkbook. Can't pay my tithes. Next Sunday, show up in church. <laughs> forgot my checkbook again. How many times do you suppose the Holy Spirit's going to tolerate that excuse? And it ain't going to work to say, well, the dog ate my checkbook. You know, that might have worked for your teacher in school, but that ain't going to work out here in the real world. It's a conscious thing. We plan ahead. We plan our giving and we give as planned. Somebody say amen. amen. And now listen to me and pay attention. If your budget, and you better have a budget, if in your budget your outgo exceeds your income, you pay your tithes anyway. You give offerings anyway, all right? You do it anyway. Simple truth is you have not managed your resources adequately or you have taken a step of faith. And if you have taken a step of faith, you're in faith. Do what faith says. Go ahead and give to God. If you got involved in something that you gave to by faith, believing God to supply, that's okay. If you were led there, God will provide you there. No problem. But don't then take from God. See what I'm saying? Continue to give to God. Okay. At the same time, be open to the leading of the Spirit for the special opportunities to invest in God's kingdom. Amen. Holy Spirit will speak to us above and beyond the tithe and offering and say, give this. And we give it to bless God. So then, if we manage our budgets properly, we will have extra to give to God and to the ministries that God asks us to give to. But if we, every time we get a little extra money, go out and buy something else and commit ourselves to 60 months... God deliver you from finance companies. God deliver you from buying on time. God deliver you from that and get you into a place where you can pay cash. Amen? Now, you say, well, now, preacher, I don't have $150,000 to buy a house with. I'm not talking about that. You may have to have a mortgage on a house. But God can get you to the place where you don't have to finance that next car. He can get you to a place, believe it or not, He can get you to a place where you can buy that car cash. He can. And if you're going down here to the check uh, cash advance, see me after service, I'm going to break your arm. Those people are the closest thing to outright crooks that I know of. Don't go there. It's a sin. If you know somebody that works in one of those places, tell them you're sinning. You need to get out of there. What they're doing is a sin. That ain't right, charging people 30 and 40% interest. That ain't right. You say, well, what if they need money? They need to go to church. They need to get under the leadership of a church, and they need to go to that church and say, I have mismanaged my finances. I can't make it from one week to the next. Will you help me get this straightened out? I will accept Jesus Christ as Lord, and I will work with you, and you work with me, and we'll get this thing straightened out. And that church needs to respond to them people. We will help you out of our benevolence fund. No, we won't pay all of your bills, but we'll make sure you get fed, and we'll make sure you have shelter. But you're going to be accountable to do what is right. You're going to get a job. You're going to hold a job. You're going to stay on a job. And you're going to use your money wisely. Now, I'm sorry if I'm digging in your backyard this morning. But the church needs to do more. Come on now. The church needs to do more than just take money from people. The church needs to help people. It needs to look around, first of all, in its own congregation. And there shouldn't be people in our own congregation going hungry. There shouldn't be little widows that are having to choose between food and medication. Right. Yes. And there shouldn't be families through some 
unfortunate circumstances of whatever financial reverses, the church just says, oh, bless you, God bless you, and be fed and sends them on the way. Uh, they're part of our family. If they were your brothers and sisters, you'd do something to help them, wouldn't you? Well, so should the church, amen? But churches today are so strapped, and this gets right down to where I want to preach. Churches today are so strapped with mortgage payments and everything else, they're paying all kinds of big salaries to pastors that... that They can't afford to do anything for the people of the church by way of benevolence. I've been there. I've been in churches like that. Last church I pastored, when we went there, our, our monthly mortgage payment was $6,400 a month. That's crazy, folks. That's absolutely crazy. For a congregation of 250, 300 people, paying out $6,400 a month is crazy.